0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand.
2: Now. He said, good morning from Phoenix, Arizona, where it will hit 90 degrees today. Oh. Listen, Tom, be very grateful that you are the age that you are and you have the ability to be in Phoenix, because quite frankly, it's all I can think about right now.
1: How about that? Do you know how many
2: snowbirds are stuck up here right now for whatever reason, not being able to get out of Canada into the warm locales? November's like the worst month to be stuck here. Yep, yep, yep. At least by January, February, you're used to. It.
1: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
2: Welcome, everybody, to Hour 2. This is what we affectionately call the second half kickoff. And while we will dabble in hockey, and Moose DuPont will be back with us a little later here in episode number 462 of Canada's daytime sports talk show. It is my distinct honor. It always is to have Nick Lewis in the bunker. But now! Now! The Hall of Famer Nick Lewis. Sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> I was saying future Hall of Famer before.
3: Yeah. But now it's official. Now it's official. Congratulations. Well, at least it will be man. in November, but Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Thank you.
2: Yeah, no, you're in. You're in. I mean, even if they it's don't have a now. ceremony, you're in. And so yeah. that's why for the CFL fans of which there are many, Watching this show daily, as you know, around the continent, we're going to get deep into Canadian Football League talk. But my CFL report that I try to do daily is this. And it involves the man to my right, your left. Marv Levy has joined a very limited fraternity. The 95-year-old Chicago native headlines the 2021 class named today for induction into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Levy guided the Alouettes to two Great Cup titles over five seasons as head coach in the 1970s. When Levy's formally inducted in November, he'll join Warren Moon and Bud Grant as the only individuals to be in both the Canadian and Pro Football Halls of Fame. Joining Levy for enshrinement during Great Cup Week in Hamilton will be fellow builder Doug Mitchell, former commissioner of the CFL, former CFL stars Will Johnson, Nick Lewis, Arlando Steinauer, Mike Walker, and Don Wilson. The 2020 class is scheduled for induction August 6th, also in Hamilton, After last year's ceremony was postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the inclusion of the 21 class will boost the Hall of Fame's membership number to 316. So that's the news today. It dropped at 7 a.m., Mountain, 9 a.m. Eastern. And over to you, Nick. What are you feeling today?
3: Feels good. And you know the hardest part? I found out on March the 18th. And the coolest part was Matt Dunnigan got to call me and tell me. And it was special uh, from Matt bringing me into the CFL and to have that moment. But then to go almost a month without being able to really tell anybody, it's been hard. Well, you called me. <laughs> I did call you because I wanted to make sure that you knew and um, yeah. that you were well aware that, you know, me coming on here, I didn't want to hijack the telecast. And well, This is perfect. It's worked out perfect. <laughs> but, you know, I, I feel good. I feel great. Um, the biggest thing, it just makes me think of my mother. Because, you know, she was a huge inspiration mm-hmm. for everything. So losing her a couple months ago, I just know how happy she is now. And I know how excited she would be for me. So um, it's great. I get to actually – what I think about is when I, when you play, it's very selfish. You know, you leave home. Yeah. You have to be on your own. You have to do these things for yourself to prepare for games. It's very selfish. Um, but this is like the validation for my family, my friends, and everyone that sacrificed for me to say thank you. And now we all get to share this together because I, I definitely can't go in by myself. Mm-hmm. Well, right? that's, my that's, face will represent everyone. Right? That's what so. everybody's speech is,
2: though, right? <laughs> to everybody that got you where you are. I don't care if it's Canton, Hamilton, Cooperstown. It's all that. And then yep. your family realizes that, right? But it's as much... For them. Like, they'll celebrate it, and, and your mom will be watching. You yep. know that. She'll be smiling, and she gets it. Yep. Right? Where she, wherever she's watching from. Can I read some comments here? From, yeah, go ahead. From Don Mitchell, our Navy friend in Bahrain, He says, congrats, Nick. From Wayne in Victoria. Yes, congrats on the Hall of Fame induction, Nick. From Paul Druang. You know him. Amazing yeah. class this year. Congrats, Nick Lewis. From Habs for Life, watching on YouTube, says... Loved him in Montreal. (laughs) Uh, From Rod Monroe, that's Clark's dad. Congratulations, Nick, on the Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. From Jeff, the Stamps fan. Seems Levy should have gone in years ago. And listen, you got to humor me for a second, and Nick, you'll understand this. The draft, I don't get excited about. Like, you know, right now, Mel Kiper is like gotten more airtime in the States than Joe Biden, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leading up to the NFL draft. It doesn't interest me, really. Hall of Fame, I can talk about it for days and days, days and days. days. Yes. And I mentioned exe- great. Yeah, and the executive director of the Hall of Fame, Mark DeNoble, who doesn't have that position anymore. But he's shown me the names of, the, that, of guys that just – it's like baseball, right? You were first ballot. There's a lot of guys That's still – yeah, there's a lot of guys floating around that aren't. And Marv Levy was one. For whatever reason, I don't know. Yeah, he should have gone in, but this happens in Halls of Fame.
3: Have you noticed that? It does. You know, I I looked at the list. Uh, Actually, a couple days before Matt called me, me and my dad was talking about it. He was like, hey, are they doing a Hall of Fame this year? And I said, I don't know. And uh, since they didn't induct, do the official induction last year, I didn't know what they were going to do. I didn't know when a call would come. I didn't know anything about it. And he's like, you think you'd go first bout? And I said, I don't know, Damon Allen didn't go first ballot. He was third overall in rushing and first in, Unbelievable. in passing, right? So, And you see guys, I, Jermaine Copeland has over 10,000 yards, and he's still not in. And you see some of these guys, and, and the list is amazing, Corey Banks and, and other athletes that, that deserve to probably be there. But at the end of the day, you know, when I got the call, it was awesome. So I, I'm very proud to, to be a Hall of Famer one, but first ballot just makes it that much more special. Uh, for me, and I know for a lot of people, it doesn't make a difference because once you're in, you're in. Nobody will remember, but you'll yeah, remember. Yeah, nobody <laughs> remember, but you know, it's just that it's that validation that as soon as you got the opportunity, that you were able to get over the top.
2: Um, if you if you don't mind, I mean, can can I continue to read some of these oh, go ahead. Uh, puck and pigskin Podcast. They're out of Red Deer, one of the best stamps of all time. Can't wait to record the podcast this weekend, Nick from Ricky Kazama. You know him from Ballers in the Tap. Yep. Congratulations, Thick Nick from Ricky Regina. I might say Thick Rick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff the Stams fan says, uh, Nick Lewis, 2004 CFL Rookie of the Year. I did not know that.
3: You didn't? I forgot. It's a long time ago, buddy. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. We were 4-14. Four so, It's unbelievable that you survived that. Well, that was the thing. Like, even going in 2005, my agent tried to get a new contract for me, um, and Jim Barker actually told him, we just think Nick was a good player on a bad team. We don't think he can make this team because they brought in Hank, and, you know, Joff had only finished the last four games there, five games that last year. So uh, they had Rambo, Marte Jenkins, and all these big-name receivers coming in that had multiple NFL years, and they didn't think I would be able to crack the lineup and, uh, you know. He admitted that he was wrong after <laughs> after training camp, but um, Barks
2: doesn't miss on too many either.
3: No, but it's easy to say that though. You know, when you see a team doing very bad, and then you might have one guy stand out. It's not hard to be like, oh, oh. he just he just had more opportunities or different things. The game was out of hand, so he got more yards at, late in the game. So it's easy to to see that because I you know I think it's natural for talent evaluators to think that if people would actually Nick. Are you 40 yet? No, no, 38. you got a couple years to go. I'm yeah, 48. Yeah. I just, I wish people I retired would... early. <laughs> yeah, right,
2: right. Well, well you've done all you need to do, apparently, all time in receptions. But my, what I'm if people, young sports people and their families could listen to some of us that have been around for a while. And here's my explanation. And in, in an answer to Wayne and Victoria, he says, as you said earlier, Rod, Ken Austin should have been inducted by now. There's a list of 30 to 35 names that just float around on that voting. And Kent's one of them. And Marv Levy's yeah. been one of them. I could name you a lot of them. And they will, I hope, eventually get in. But I don't know what it's going to take. Roy Shivers. Shiv, yeah, absolutely. But on that thing, being a good player and a bad team, I had an NHL scout, and I'm, obviously you can see how much I'm enjoying working yep. in hockey again. I had an NHL scout <laughs> call me and say, what can you tell me about this player? And I said, hang on, let me call his dad. And I talked, and, I, and I'm like, he said, well, don't call the dad. Because he." I'm like, no, 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 the dad will give it to me for real. He said, my son's been on a national champion the first two years. He hasn't had a chance to play. See what I'm saying? Yep. You go to a tremendous program, you won't really stand out. Exactly. Yet if you go to a bad team, although you may lose, you will stand out. All I'm saying is everybody wants to go to the winning program. Everybody wants to play with the Patriots. I get it. But you can still stand out on a bad team,
3: you yeah, And you clearly out. did. Yep, on Multiple the way to the Hall of Fame. Multiple quarterbacks, and it was, uh, it was, it was challenging. But you know, I think as a rookie, you didn't know. Like I didn't go to the NFL first, so yeah. I didn't know what professional that was. Professional football that was Scott Cole pulling up in a limo with the lead singer Wasn't of Nickelback he beauty? Yeah. at seven thirty in the morning, and then the limo picking him up after practice. Right. So Good this, life. Is, this is what I'm thinking pro football is. And, you know, we, I thought we had a lot of talent. Uh, Albert Connell, who got hurt that year, who was on pace for a thousand yards, would have been the first receiver to have a thousand in, in both leagues. And um, Wayne McGarity and Salacio and Sanford and all those guys. So what about Michael Federick? I wasn't there with Federick. Oh, I was there with that. Crandall and uh, okay. Michael Souza and Tommy Jones and all those guys. And Kahari Jones was my quarterback to finish uh, 2004. So, yeah. It was, a, it was an eye-opener on what I thought football was. And then the next year, when Higgins came in with Hank and everybody, straight everything was totally different.
2: Yeah, but what I, that's what my point is. How did you survive what a gong show that that was?
3: Right? I didn't know. I just wanted to <laughs> ball, right? I just wanted to right. show up and play, and play, right? So as go out and make plays. And, and then I remember uh, probably about six, seven weeks into the season, I think we were like two and four, two and five, and um, – Ron Rook called me in the uh, in his office and said, "Hey, you know, we want to win something this year, so we would like for like for you. We, we feel like you're on a good pace, and we would like for you to win Rookie of the Year. So I started getting the ball more during the middle of the season. I started doing more punt returns with Wayne McGarity at that point too. Uh, I think I was like second or third in the league in punt return average. So they kind of worked it to to get me the ball more and do some more things like that on their end to mm-hmm. help me because." Coaches ultimately, you know, they don't decide who gets the ball, but they can put you in a lot of positions to do it. Of course.
0: Right.
2: And speaking of, because you're bringing up a lot of interesting names there, Jeff in Winnipeg says, man, Scott Coe, what a beast of a player in the <laughs> Winnipeg High School League. He's a beast in the CFL. He's crazy. Number 56, right? Yes. Flaming like red-orange hair. And a hell of a player. Yeah. Jeff's the Stamps fans just going off like crazy. This is old home week for him. <laughs> but... But the point is, we hear all the stories over here in Saskatchewan. We heard, that, like, we know what's going on over there. You, they know what's going on over here, right? So, like, Trey Jenkins was your special teams coach. Trey Jenkins, So, or whatever his name so, was it. So, he that, showed up that was on right a friggin' after, Harley, right?
3: And that was right after he, he only had one bad snap in his whole career. And it was that game he came back, San Fran versus the Giants. Right? Uh-huh. And uh, in the playoff game, and he had his bad snap. But, you know, Trey was cool. Uh, Trey was uh, 19 years scared to fly. I was like, how'd you play 19 years in the NFL and you're scared to fly? But great guy. Um, Dunnigan's best friend. Very intense. Yes. Him, Miles Gray, and Dunnigan were, yeah, the boys. <laughs> right. Right, the boys.
2: <laughs> but in Calgary, that's the era that they just don't talk
3: about. Yeah. Correct? 100%. Right? So it's one of those things where, you know, I think Matt did the best job he could. And it's hard to go in and be a general manager and a head coach for the first time. They should. He was put in a – talk
2: talking about putting players in a position to be successful? He wasn't put in a and position the to be successful. the organizational
3: structure wasn't great either for him to succeed. Who
2: owned it? Do you remember? That? Uh, that's when
3: Federick owned it. He still owned it. And then um, that's when the Hellard group and Frizzani group and all them stepped up in 2005. Higgins came in and, yeah, totally changed
2: everything. Do you remember – and we'll get around to current CFL in a moment. You must remember, we went in to play you guys in the preseason, and Shiv said we were going to break Henry's neck. You had to remember that. It was on the front page of the Calgary Sun, and Ted Hellard was threatening legal action against Roy Shivers that he made threats that the Riders were going to break Henry's neck. And I remember, <laughs> so great, right? And it was so great. You never even played for Shiv, and you still love the guy.
3: Well, you know, after my rookie year um, – one of my friends from college worked out for the riders and I met Roy at one of those off season workouts. And he was like, you know, you need to come to Sask tampering. And I said, well, you know, we'll see what happens, but had you already it never placed, happened had, were
2: you were with the stamps already or you I was out to my rookie year. So he was tampering.
3: Well, I wouldn't say it's tampering. He kind of laughed and joked. It was like more jokingly and, and, and things like that. Um, you know, my friend was working out for him and, I was meeting him. He was like, oh, you know, you're a really good player and everything. But, you know, it never happened. I don't think he was in SAS much longer, maybe after no. that year. So. Yeah,
2: a couple of years. But yeah. By the way, the Hockey Club is watching in Tallahassee, Florida. It's a podcast on the Belly Up Network. He says, I love questions that start with, do you remember? <laughs> but the, if, I, if I may, just the owner of the, of the Stamps, Ted Hellard, threatening the Ryder GM with legal action for threatening to break Henry Burris' neck, and I remember interviewing Roy, and I said, what about this? He's like, I don't give a
3: About (laughs) Ted Heller, Whoever that is. (laughs) He didn't even know who he was, (laughs) Nick. Anyways. Ted's like the second coming of John Jenkins. Looks like him. I don't know him, but he looks like him. Ted's awesome. You know, he's a self-made guy, right? So he lived in his car in college, created his own company, made a lot of money, and, you know, he was very helpful for the guys, and I think he was a big part of our success in Calgary in building those teams and uh, getting the players we got, like Brandon Browner and, and some of those guys that came in. Um, he did a tremendous job of being around. Critical Mass
2: was his company. Critical Mass, yes. Right, and didn't he build a, that Foothills Stadium? Yeah. Is it Hellard Stadium yep. or something? I yeah. hey, on the yes, Hey, he's foothills. done a lot for football. But listen, we're not on Game Plus today. We're digital only, so I'm going to say it. Because I, I can't. It keeps ringing. I think about it all the time. I don't give a shit about
3: Ted Hellard, <laughs> whoever that is. <laughs>
2: How about that? I love you can the just.
3: impression, man. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: Henry does the best, and you've seen Hanks.
3: Yeah. Uh, look,
2: we're going to take a break and come back about what's next in Nick's life, professionally and personally, because they're the same, and your business same. partner's coming in, right? Yes. So this is going to be good. Right after this break, you're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of The Rod Peterson Show. All right. Welcome back, everybody.
2: We got breaking news that, frankly, to me, isn't... Huge news, but all my notifications going off from TSN, the score, the Canadian Hockey League announcing uh, the Memorial Cup will be canceled for a second straight year due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. More details at tsn.ca, but I mean, come on. Teams can't travel outside the province. The OHL isn't playing at all. Everybody's going nuts. Yeah, it's horrible. It's the pandemic, and I don't see how anybody thinks that we're getting back to normal in sports anytime soon. So that's the breaking news today, but it's... Not huge news. <clears throat> um, on, uh, on YouTube, David Heller writes, Hello, checking in from Oklahoma. Awesome. Well, I hope that you are a football fan because that's what we've had for you today. William May is watching in Lloydminster, Minster, Canada's only border city, he says football talk, taking over the RP show today. Gotta love it. Yeah, well, there's two feet of snow on the ground. You get enough hockey everywhere else. <laughs> today we'll talk football. And... Do we want to bring in Gerald Smiley now or or do you want to announce your announcement and then bring in Gerald? You tell me.
3: Well, we can, uh, we can announce. You're can, the hall uh, of famer. We're... You do whatever you want. Well, I'll just start like this. So um, at AO sports, my new venture, uh, what we're working on, which Rod's going to be a part of as well, uh, doing some things in, in hosting and, and doing some bigger features with uh, athletes and, and people. But We're using – we're partnering with a company called Chip In, and and Gerald's also part of my AO Sports Advisory Board, and he's got an amazing story. He was drafted by the Texas Rangers in 2001 as a pitcher right out of high school. And um, I'll let him tell you the rest on how um, he created Chip In, which is a new incentivized giving app that's just going to change the dynamic of how we're going to really impact –
2: well, here's the thing. Just before we bring on Gerald, and I apologize, to tell the world about AO Sports because you've been teasing it on social yeah. media. I've seen that. So nobody knows what it is. I've heard bits and pieces, but this will be news for everybody. And then we'll bring in Gerald and his component to your next venture here.
3: So here's the thing. AO Sports is going to be a new sports media platform. Uh, it's gonna be a subscription base, but we're gonna give you a lot of value for this subscription. And we're gonna have athletes narrating their stories. So from documentaries to reality shows, to athlete channels where athletes will be able to control their channels. Um, we have AO evolve with your personal evolution. So we're going to have nutritionists on, we're going to have skills, we're going to have uh, fitness trainers and different people on. So it's going to encompass everything in one place. So you're going to get content, you're going to get education, you're going to get everything you want from the athletes. You know, I was very, very fan-engaging as a player, so now I'm creating a platform that's going to create fan engagement for the fans and the athletes to cross-promote to di- multiple fans in different places And as you can tell today, when you go chip in uh, at AOSports.TV, you're going to be able to see we're giving away Steelers tickets. We're giving away Rams tickets. We're giving away Buccaneers tickets. We're giving away a lot of different things. And throughout the years to come, we're going to let these athletes decide what they want to give away. And we're going to create a lot of VIP experiences for the fans on what they want. So I'm working on a lot of different things. We've already got a couple Hall of Famers, NFL Hall of Famers, on board and CFL Hall of Famers on board as well. So, A-O, we're, we're coming. <laughs> and by the way, folks, this is no
2: small thing. I've heard the numbers that you've raised in investment, and I'm like, whoa, obviously I'm not going to say what it is, but I know that this is really big. So I would say kudos to getting this far, and now the exciting time. By the way, David Heller in uh, in Oklahoma says, Been following all of the CFL, XFL stuff. I'd be interested in seeing how much the MLSC plays a role in all of this. Hang on. We'll come back on that when we're done. But we're kind of announcing AO Sports here. So now we bring in Gerald Smiley. And, Gerald, thank you, Mr. Smiley, for sitting through all of that. I appreciate your patience. How did you get hooked up with this cowboy? And tell me, please, how Chip-In ties in with AO Sports.
4: Yes, first and foremost, thanks for having me on the show, Rod. Uh, Again, Nick, congratulations to your induction to the Hall of Fame, sir. Very well deserved. And all of your teammates and family who supported you along the way. Um, I got to meet this cowboy (laughs) uh, (laughs) back in 2013 at a charity event that we did with another one of our partners, TK, down in uh, Texas. So we just kicked it off and we hit off real well and we just continued to to uh, form a brotherhood, and uh, we're aligned in a lot of ways in our lives and our morals and values, and I think that's another reason why we stay strong together. And then kind of how Chip In was formed, Rod. It was weird. After my professional playing days and coaching college and scouting, never really used a fundraising platform like a lot of people. We just pulled our money together and helped one another in the community who needed help and teammates, and we just did that. Fast forward 2017, took over my alma mater here in Seattle, the inner city. They were going to close the baseball program down and I learned about it, and I learned about two kids who were non-sheltered on the team. So the Lord spoke volume to me to not just take over the program, but pump life into children, and that's my calling in life. We were forced to use uh, another fundraising platform. We raised 18000 in a week, 42000 in a month. And I just saw all the loopholes that didn't add transparency to the platform, didn't engage donors to want to keep coming back, didn't increase partnerships or sponsorships and there was no transparency to the community of their money actually went where they wanted it to go to to so fast forward that piece i woke up from a dream march 3rd 2018 1:30 in the morning and i just said there's a better way to socially give and socially receive and how do we incentivize and reward those for people who pay it forward on a micropayment level so that's kind of how chip in was formed in I took it to Nick and other um, people on the team and said, hey, look, we're going to change the world of social giving and we're going to create a marketplace also for celebrities and athletes, um, businesses and sports teams to help with um, incentives to help one another and create create an environment that's a true community. So. I mean, I'll pause there, but at the end of the day, it was was just something that had to be done, and we have to stop scamming these people who are good people in the community and want to give. We need a better platform. So that's kind of how it it, it was formed.
2: Wow. Well, I can tell right now you're my kind of guy. And by the way, when did you wake up with that dream, with that idea? Did you say
4: 2012? Yeah, it was March 3rd, 2018, 1.30 in the morning. Oh, three years ago. Yeah,
2: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just following the story, but that was before... Everybody was doing it. Yeah, Would I be right, Nick? Yes. Right now, everybody's doing it. But back in 2018, not everybody was doing it. So do you want to talk about the tie-in, if you don't mind?
3: Yeah, the tie-in is, you know, we're, we're launching the Nick Lewis Hall of Fame today. So we have limited edition Nick Lewis Nation t-shirts. So for every $50 you chip in, you're getting a t-shirt. Plus you're eligible for prizes as you go up and in, in scale. And you're going to be eligible for offers. So the good thing is we have about five or six offers right now that you're getting discounts at our sponsors. So, Tad Cornigate's uh, Luminous Cleaning, you're getting 50% off if you chip in $5 mm-hmm. of his products that clean COVID and everything. We have uh, CBD in the U.S. We have Keg gift cards. We have the those football tickets. And we have more stuff that's going to be coming in. And he's done a great job. He's partnering. We're actually, I think he's got three Hall of Fame pots actually starting today, mine and uh, Donnie Shale. So, a lot of these athletes, you know um, – DK Metcalf is on board already. Um, he's partnering with the San Antonio Spurs and others. So there's a lot of power behind it. And imagine our platform, Rod, where every month you pay your monthly membership, you're going to get offers from all of our sponsors and be able to win prizes.
2: Yeah, which it isn't that much monthly either. No, it's, right? it's like $7 a month. Right. So I want to tell the viewers, like I, I, I've been on this for months with you, Yeah. but this is new to the viewers. They don't understand. This is like the Players' Tribune. Yep. Right.
3: It's a version
2: for broadcast.
3: Yes. And it's going to be broadcast and we're going to be able to do so many things. So imagine paying your monthly membership and having a chance to win a VIP trip to the Great Cup to celebrate with us with the Hall of Fame week. Right at the Great Cup. And we're going to be hosting our own parties. We're bringing in our own celebrities. We're bringing in our own athletes that might be NFL, NBA, different people. That's going to be a part of our platform. And we're just going to have a great time with events and everything.
2: Well, and here's the thing. The Hockey Club the hockey club podcast watching in Tallahassee, Florida, says we need more men like these guys. Inspiring. Yeah. And I think, I mean, Gerald, you would get this. It was just dawning on me the other day. I'm like, I'm getting hit up for all these subscriptions. Netflix, The Athletic, this, that. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I'm not buying magazine and subscriptions anymore. This is the new with what we grew up with. This is what it is now. And I think people need to get into their head for quality, good, programming and content, you're Same. gonna have to pay a little bit monthly, right? Would you agree?
4: Correct. Yeah, one hundred percent. and at the end of the day, Rod, it's we we, we validate for profits, we validate nonprofits, and we raise funds and capital for people in the community who need support too. Um, but we don't scam the people in the community with, with full transparency. For people in the community who need help, we can raise funds for them without embarrassing them and making them put it on their social media that they need help with medical bills or whatever, and we can pay those invoices and purchase orders for individuals who need financial assistance and let everybody know where their dollars is going. It's We're, we're going to change the landscape and create networks of people of just giving. So. You know, whether it's $1, whether you only have $2, you're going to be able to crowdsource fund with so many people around this world who want to help one another. And a part of this idea, Rod, you know, was really formulated off, you know, talk shows and radio shows. You're this certain number caller, we will pay your cell phone bill. We'll do this. So we've added a component where that's just one winner. We need thousands of people who want to be accessible to these things who need help and and not embarrass you that you have a a situation that you're in, but people can help you get out of those also.
2: So just some from some of our viewers here, Max Ritz says some incredible value there, gentlemen, don't get near that much with my Disney plus subscription. Donna Berger says, wow, that's awesome. So I think we'll leave this for a second. We've just kind of blown their minds enough, right? We'll let them absorb this for a while, and then we'll talk about it. I just want to say, Sean McClellan's watching on Facebook. He says, Rod, you and Andrew Hustler-Patterson need to team up and do a joint show. Jeff in Winnipeg says, yep, I go right to their show after the RP show. But we're talking about the athletes doing this themselves. And Nick, you would never believe this 10 years ago, and I wouldn't have either. I'm so grateful you've come into my life. To be part of this all together, I really am. Who would have thought it? Neither one of us. We both win in this relationship, (laughs) Rod. We do. Exactly. So our producer, Clark. Oh, we used to hate each other, man.
3: (laughs) Oh, he used to hate me. Uh, I didn't hate you at all. You told me. I said you're going to love me by the time I leave here. And I do. You won. (laughs) So producer
2: Clark, huge baseball guy, Gerald. And he says, can you ask Gerald about his Texas Rangers draft story. And Nick tells me this is quite a story, so I'd love to hear it.
4: Yeah, well, I appreciate that. There were so many people in my life who supported me, and there were so many people in in my life who doubted me. And um, that's where I really got the aspect of community. You know, uh, My mom was um, single for a lot of years and financially did a lot on her own when she was also with my dad. And I just saw how the community raised us, but I used a lot of my feel and my fire um, for the people who didn't believe in me growing up. And every time I worked out, I had them in the front of my mind. I was blessed with the opportunity to, to go in the ninth round of the major league draft. Um, got drafted before I even graduated high school. And about a week later after graduation, I have to leave Seattle and go to Florida, Port Charlotte, uh, and report to, um, to a training. And, you know, as, as an 18-year-old, you're looking up to... You know, that was the same year Alex Rodriguez came over from the Mariners. You're, you're hanging out with them. You're hanging out with Pudge. You're hanging out with Juan Gonzalez, and you got to figure out how to grow up fast. Um, you know, and to anybody who's listening, you know, it's called that sudden wealth syndrome. You know, a lot of people put money in your pocket early, and, you know, if you're an aspiring athlete, like, understand what you're doing with your finances. Understand wh- who is in your circle that you're going to take with you, um, and make sure that it's the right positive environment that you take with you to the league. And... It's hard as an eighteen year old to 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 decide who's your real friends and and who's not and who's just there for the ride um, but at the end of the day it was one of the best times in my life networked and met a lot of people and just learned how to be um you know do business the right way you know you make mistakes along the way, but at the end of the day, becoming a pro taught me how to be a pro in a lot of things in my life and just like everybody else in the world you know it's it's attainable it's achievable. Um, but you just got to go after it. And there's a lot of people who will tell you, no, look at Nick. Nick's, Nick's a prime example, man. Division two walk-on, and you know how many people probably would have thought he would be a Hall of Fame? And, again, congratulations, Nick. But there's so many stories out here of people not believing in people, but if you believe in yourself more than others believe in you. That's all you need. That's it. And there you go.
2: support group. That's a great story.
4: And, was, a, and yeah.
2: another
3: thing, Rod, that you don't know probably, he played AAU basketball at Ryan Phillips in high school. That's not on yeah. his bio.
4: <laughs> Ryan's well, a good dude, man.
2: Well, I love that you, uh, especially with what you're doing now. I called you up here, Rangers, Rangers, Clinton, Clinton, Sioux Falls. You have to tell me those stories someday <laughs> about Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But um, Gerald, here we go. Throws right, bats right. Relief pitcher. I got you, man. This is you, right? Hey, man. Yeah. Um, anything else? <laughs> Yeah. Listen, anything else before we let you go, Gerald? I feel like we're going to be talking down the road here, obviously, soon. But anything else you'd like to leave the viewers with?
4: No, just, you know, support what support AO Sports, what they're doing. Continue to support, you know, the Rod Peterson Show and all their endeavors. Rod, we love what you do. We love what, you're, what you stand for, what you're about. Your community loves you. And, you know, as a nation, as a world, if we stick together, we can change a lot of things. And it doesn't have to be political. But if we just stick together in – you believe in something, stand for it, or you'll fall for everything. So come together as a community uh, on, on AO Sports. Come together on, on Rod Peterson's show. Come together on Chip In, and let's just change and enhance a lot of minds and lives through the greatness of good. And um, I appreciate you guys having me on, on, on the show. And, Nick, congratulations again, my brother.
2: Appreciate it. Pleased, uh, pleased to make your acquaintance, Gerald. Keep in touch, my my friend. I know you will. Thanks for the time today. Likewise, sir. Thank you. Gerald Smiley joining us uh, from he's in Seattle. Right? He's in Seattle. Yeah.
3: And, and anybody can make a pot. Right. It doesn't have to be a celebrity. But the cool thing is it's his marketplace like DK Metcalf has a signed helmet up there. So if you wanted to do a charity event and you wanted that auction item, you can actually attach celebrities content to your pot. So anybody can create the pot, and then there's different things around it. They'll have a minimum chip-in for different stuff, and you can actually add in things like that for events.
2: You understand you've just blown people's minds, <laughs> right? No, I'm serious. Like They're trying to decipher what's going on. We so. talk
3: about the CFL, Rod. Yeah. I can look into this camera and say right now, if you want the CFL, we can make up the 20% as a fan base through chip-in with multiple major sponsors, where you're going to get your money's worth and the players are going to get paid and we can have a season. That's the power we can have with Chip in and A.O. Sports. Wow. Okay, listen. Uh, Costa Americas
2: writing. Yeah,
3: how about that? Costa Americas
2: from the Costa Americas Real-Time Show. Congratulations, Nick, on your well-deserved Hall of Fame induction and your exciting new venture. It is exciting. Monty watching in Saskatoon says, Nick is my rock star of the day. I've got to get you a lid to fit that uh, melon of yours. And I guess... We'll just go a couple minutes over here and then we'll let Nick get out of here and we'll come back for a sports update, bring in dupes for all the rest. You brought up the CFL and getting them on the field this season and raising the money to do it. What is your take on all of the events of the last week to two weeks?
3: I think it's just disheartening that you don't actually have um, any information. It's not transparent. You don't know what's going on. right? If you're letting everybody else talk and you're working on things – if if this stuff wasn't going on, step up and say it's not going on. At least lie to us. Don't just, you know, say nothing. Put the wool yeah. over our eyes and, and just try say to nothing. lead us down a path that nobody knows what's happening. Right? I'm a I'm a huge fan of the CFL. I will always be a huge fan of the CFL. And like I said, if if it's about playing, if it's about doing things, if I can find the answer, I know they can find the answer. And so, really, it's about what they want to do and, and where they want this to go. So And, you know, the, the CFL has always been a fan's league. The fans have always dictated this league. And I will put it in the fan's court, let's have a CFL. I'll create everything around it to make sure that we can support it, but we can do it with us.
2: Yeah, but what you're saying is if we read between the lines of what you're saying is if you can find a way to raise the money, why can't they find a way to raise the money?
3: Is that not what you're saying? That is what I'm saying, Ryan. That is what I'm saying. And But they're, they don't have... Um, right now, we have two ships. We have the small boat with the owners floating off, and we have a big boat with everybody else on it. Until Who's everybody else? The players, the, the GMs, the coaches, everybody over here. Until the owners get on the boat, until they can sit down in a room and say, look, we're in this together, we're going to sink or swim together, we'll figure it out. One... All this started happening once they gave up the um, where they were split in revenue, revenue sharing. In 2008, I believe it was when they gave up revenue sharing, everything started to go downhill. Right. It started covering up a bunch of bad problems. Create a revenue sharing platform or program that allows everyone to grow together. I'll take a pay cut if I know we can grow this out in the long run. But, but I'm not going to take the, a pay cut if you can't show me how we're going to get it back on the back end. But they're not. Because exactly. they don't have a plan. They don't have a plan. So, therefore, this is what needs to, be in, needs to happen. And like I told you, I've been talking to people that want to come in and purchase the CFL. As is. As is.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. The thing that bothers me is that I'm seeing certain people put on Twitter, but the teams are having virtual meetings. The teams are doing this. And I'm like, I don't know about who you're talking to, but the guys that I'm talking to in the league have had no communication from their teams at all for months. Yep. So don't tell me there's some concerted effort behind the scenes to open
3: training camp because they're not. But everybody's in the dark. I talk to coaches that don't know what's going on. That's what I'm saying. Just everybody's in the dark just waiting to hear. And that's just, for me, that's just bad business.
2: (sighs) Okay. Anything else? Go enjoy being a Hall of Famer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I will. I appreciate you for the time, man, and, uh, and coming this on. This is going to be great. And sharing AO Sports. And I can't wait to see some of the things we're doing together uh, that we're going to be able to accomplish together through that. This, um, is, the this is the best. Always support, like Joe was saying, always support your show. And and I do watch. I don't comment all the time, but I do watch. and <laughs> I appreciate um, it. I watch less on hockey days, though. I I, I understand. <laughs> Trust me. And the hockey people say that about football. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks, Nick. Thank you.
2: We'll be back with a sports update and a whole lot more. Moose, coming back in, you're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and listen live at rodpeterson.com.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now you got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob.
2: Okay, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Jennifer Illingworth was watching earlier, and right in the middle of the interview with Nick, she said, can you tell me what's the TSN thing? Actually, before you guys put up the, the photo of the billboard... I'll read this text message from Ray in the six. He's in the Kitchener, Ontario area. And he says, hi, Rod. Not news breaking, but TSN has bailed on the CFL. They see the writing on the wall. Why would they wouldn't they put an Argo in like Charleston Hughes signed Ray in the six? Can you put up the billboard from TSN 1050 this morning? It was it was we call it a billboard. It was a tweet that they sent out this morning. That's the 2021 billboard. The voice of Toronto sports, Leafs, Blue Jays, Raptors, Toronto FC, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What doesn't fit? How about that? What doesn't fit here? So the tweet was up for like six hours and was deleted 45 to 50 minutes ago. So we didn't really get into this with Nick, but we got months to get into this here. Devin writes from Regina on the Prairie Mobile text line on a couple of topics. One, on the Hall of Fame, he says, it is stunning former Ryder President Phil Kershaw is not in the Hall of Fame along with Ken Austin. The answer to that would be, as my good friend Mark DeNoble, formerly of the Hall of Fame, would say, nominate him. Has anybody nominated him? You've got to be nominated to get into the Hall of Fame. Can't complain about who's not in if you don't nominate him. And furthermore, Devin goes on to say the CFL can stand for Continental Football League post-merger. And I want to make something clear. They may do that. I'm not sure if they'll do that. But I I think there's a good chance it stays the Canadian Football League. If you've been watching this show long enough, you know that I spend a ton of time in the States pre-pandemic era, and the CFL has a... I think a big imprint and brand in America. More than half the players have come from there. Some cities have had teams. In this merger, it could still be called the Canadian Football League. It could still be called the Grey Cup, the trophy that they're playing for. And as we joke with Moose in the warm-up, is that something you might be interested in? Would you go along with that if it's still the Canadian Football League, but we double to 18 teams and still play for the Grey Cup? The rules might change a little, but it's all in a negotiation. Dougal Cameron, Stampeders fan watching, says, uh, Favorite Nick memory? Him walking away from the celebration memory by himself with the Grey Cup in his hand after signing autographs for at least an hour. Okay. From Jeff the Stamps fan, maybe the Tom Brady was done in error and it was supposed to be Arbuckle. Yeah, maybe. Jennifer, thank you for sticking around. She says, thank you, but um, Brady, though? Oh, my God. I know. At least put a Buffalo Bill on there, which is what? Bill's fans are, they screwed that up. Anyways, a sports update before we break. Toronto Ace." Hien Jin Yu will try and get the Jays back in the win column tonight against the Yankees in Dunedin. Toronto dropped the opener against New York last night 3-1 and has lost 5 of 6 overall. Righty Jamison Talon is slated for the Yankees. The Maple Leafs welcome the Calgary Flames tonight in one of six NHL games. It's the second game in two nights for Toronto after a 4-2 loss last night against Montreal on the road and it snapped their six-game win streak. The Leafs haven't named their starter after Jack Campbell played last night. Have they yet, Clark? I would think you'd be all over that. So he says, Riddick getting the start. Clark believes for the Toronto Why not? You buy a car, you want to drive the car. Connor McLennan struck twice to reach the 10-goal mark, and Carl Stenkowski turned aside 22 of 23 shots as the Winnipeg Ice downed the Regina Pats 3-1 to extend their winning streak to a season-high six games in the Dub Hub. The Pats still have not beaten the Winnipeg Ice since their move from Cranbrook to Winnipeg, and that includes an 0-3 slate this year. The Pats are back at it tonight when they face the Prince Albert Raiders at 8 p.m. in the Dubhub on Access Now TV. Elsewhere, Craig Armstrong scored in every period and finished with a career-high four goals as the Prince George Cougars down the Vancouver Giants 4-1. Justin Hall had two goals and three assists as the Lethbridge Hurricanes dealt Red Deer their ninth straight loss, 8-5, and second since Brent Sutter stepped down as head coach on Friday. The Raptors and Hawks meet tonight in Tampa, Florida, with Atlanta vying for its fourth straight road victory. Toronto is sitting 11th in the East after Sunday's 102-96 loss against the New York Knicks. The Hawks are fourth in the East and gearing up for a playoff push. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League. Breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, Dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at G2GBars.ca. And there is breaking news today. Not good news. The Canadian Hockey League announcing that the 2021 Memorial Cup has officially been canceled. And for me, I'm shocked how many people see that as news. OHL's not even playing. Teams can't leave their provinces to play. What did you think was going to happen? But they have to make an announcement. Anyways, Moose in here for a face-off right after this. You're not going to want to miss it. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
1: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody.
2: I want to say this again. I just looked it up in the break. Nick just left the building. Our spacious world headquarters here for the Rod Peterson Show and IKS Media. AOSports.TV. That's what he's launched. TV. Pretty good day to launch it. Going into the Hall of Fame. I'd say. You're kind of front and center now. you think like that was uh, on purpose. Plan, yeah. <laughs> it is the Players' Tribune of broadcast. Yeah. If you know what Players' Tribune is, where this where the players write their own columns and commentaries and their own words. Now they have their own broadcast voice. It's AO Sports, and it's, it's his show. I'll let him do his thing, but uh, it's big. Just a couple of text messages here and comments from our viewers Ken in Saskatoon says, great show today, Rod, as always. The Nick Lewis segments were excellent. Ken in Saskatoon, thank you. Wayne in Victoria, you knocked it out of the park today, Rod. You have to understand, it is not me, obviously. You're all saying Nick was awesome. The technical crew on the other side of this wall, Ryan Jordan and Clark, they knocked it out of the park. Moose flitting around here doing his thing. And now you're back. Hello. Hey, ta-da. How about that? How about that? It is overtime, and I just feel like we could go on. James in uh, Manitoba says the Leafs lost last night. Maybe the Flames can do the Jets a favor and beat them tonight. Winnipeg and Toronto have three games remaining. And and one more. I could sit and read these all day. Simon Fudge, he's watching in Qatar. Right, Clark? How about that? He said, Jeff, uh, 20 years... Of TSN radio, if you include Team 1040. They would have celebrated 20 years this year, Bell, but they whacked TSN 1040 Vancouver. Everybody. So the poll question today is, and it's what we're going to turn into the face-off. You don't have to throw those graphics out yet, but it's, it's created quite a debate. With the NHL trade deadline now behind us, who is Canada's Stanley Cup favorite? On Facebook, Toronto's leading. What do they got there? 64%? 64, yeah. On Twitter, Toronto's leading. 58% of the vote. And Winnipeg is next on Twitter with 23% of the vote. So let's face off now on which team in Canada is Canada's team, Canada's favorite to end that vote since 1993. It is rightfully the Winnipeg Jets who went out and got Jordy Ben. It showed the dressing room. That management serious about contending for a Stanley Cup. They addressed a need in the blue line with an ornery SOB in Jordy Ben. It really was all they needed. Could they have done a little more on the blue line? Yes. But they got everything they need up front. They got the best goalie in the league between the pipes. Ladies and gentlemen, the Winnipeg Jets will be your Stanley Cup champions in twenty twenty one. I'm sure you agree. Whoa, that's putting them out there. I like it. Um, you know what?
5: It's funny, with each of the four teams, they all have a reason that they could win, right? Montreal, when you got Carey Price, you have a shot. And Shea Weber on the blue line, leadership, um, they've got an outside shot. The most high-end talent is obviously Edmonton with Drysdale and yep. David. So if they get going, they can out, those two can outscore anybody and they could win. The Jets, they have the best goaltender in Connor Hellebuck of the four. So, and, and they're deep. That's their shot. But but it's the Leafs that have the best chance to win the cup out of the division. They didn't need to look at their top six. You know, they've got the best top six in the North for sure. Possibly one of the best top six in the NHL. They added leadership and some skill and, and grit in Foligno. So their goaltending is coming on. They got some insurance with David Riddick. I think the Leafs are the, the favorite of the North. They have to be right now. They've beat the they Jets the last two times. They've beat the
2: Oilers now. Yeah, but they Outside didn't have line. Jordy
5: Ben then when the Jets. Oh, I know it. Jordy Ben's the linchpin in the whole deal, right? Uh, but okay. it's got to
2: be the. League. You know what they say? If you got four goalies, you don't have one. Where is it? If you got four goalies, you don't have one. But boom, boom. There you go. It's like, eee, yeah, Letterman. <laughs> they're, they're. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> There is your face-off for the Ultimate Fan Zone, your one-stop shop for the sports fans on your list. Visit the Man Cave downtown Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, or on Facebook. By the way, at the Ultimate Fan Zone, what was I thinking about the other day? Do you have, do you have Blue Jays stuff, guys? And there was another team that I was wondering. I need Blue Jays gear. And for the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw, available for licensed dining, takeout or delivery, head to the madgreekeatery.com for more information. I want to know if they have Panther, Florida Panthers gear. Because I'm on the
5: wagon for How about uh, that? the playoffs.
2: Uh, all the comments are coming in. Somebody, where's this dude? Joel Mahalit says, go Raiders. 8 p.m. Mountain tonight. Regina Pat's God's team against the Prince Albert Raiders at 8. We've got the call. See you then. All right. And we'll see the rest of you tomorrow here at noon Eastern.
5: That Facebook live comment is contractually binding, just
1: so you know. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.